Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands unto the Lord, family. Yes, Omnyamia, or your one when Father, today, truly you are wonderful to us. We serve a living God, a God full of wonders. We thank you, O God, that when we gather like this, it is in your name, to your glory. It is to worship you, to fellowship with you, to hear from you. I pray in the name of Jesus. May today not be an exception. Visit us this morning. Speak into our hearts. And touch every life represented here. Those physically present. Those who are watching online. Those who will join in later on. May everyone be blessed. And may everyone be affected. I ask oh God that you will anoint my lips this morning. And use me for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. 
Amen and amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, it's good to see you this morning. And something good is coming your way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. This morning, we want to continue with the series we've been studying. And since the beginning of the year, we've been talking about looking unto Jesus. And, and this is part four of looking unto Jesus. And the subtitle for today's sermon is why we must look unto Jesus. We have looked at what it means, what it really means to look unto Jesus. And we've explained that to look unto Jesus means to focus on him. To fix your gaze on him. And to concentrate on him. To look unto Jesus means to focus on him as our perfect example. And to look unto Jesus means not to look at anything else or to look at anyone else. And I want to say to you, my friends, that this year, being our year of looking unto Jesus, we want to take our eyes off anybody else. Take our eyes off anyone else. Take our eyes off even we ourselves. And we want to keep our focus on Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody sent me a write-up this week. And a church member went to see her pastor. And told the pastor that I'm coming to cry you. I'm leaving the church. So she went to see her pastor to say goodbye. The pastor asked her, why are you leaving the church? She said, I don't like the way people dress in the church. Apart from that, they gossip too much in the church. And then her third reason is that there's a lot of hypocrisy in the church. And she can't take it any longer. So she's leaving. The pastor was silent for a bit. And then he said to her, Before you leave, I want you to do something for me. He gave her a glass of water. And it was full to the brim. And he said to her, I want you to go around the church building twice. And then walk through the church twice. So it was service time. But he encouraged her to do it without disturbing the people in the church. After doing this twice, she went back to the pastor. And the pastor asked her three important questions. Did you notice the dressing of anybody in the church? When you were doing this exercise? She said no. Said, did you notice those who were gossiping in the church? She said no. Did you see the hypocrites in the church? She said, not at all. 
And the pastor asked her why. She said, I was concentrating on my glass of water to make sure I don't spill any. Because that's the instruction you gave me. So because I was focused, I didn't notice anything that was happening around. That's when the pastor explained to her that it is because you are not focusing on Jesus. That's why you can see all these things and be disturbed by them. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm saying to you, family. That this year is our year of looking unto Jesus. Look, as for the church, eh? it is made up of all kinds of people. And the guys who say, throw to it, throw to it. How do you say it in Akan? Like mixture. Afra, afra. Afra, afra. And I always explain to people that the church is like a hospital. When you go to a hospital, who are the types of people you find there? Usually sick people, is that not so? With all kinds of sicknesses. Some of them, my leg. Some of them, my waist. Some of them, my nose. Some of them inside my head. Others, my lungs, my liver, my kidneys. Somebody go to the hospital. His problem is he's constipating. Another person has worms. Their problems are different. But they are all in the same hospital. And the church of God. It's like a hospital. All of us are sick in one way or the other. And God is working on all of us. Clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus. When I said all of us are sick, somebody was shaking her head. And she doesn't realize that she's the sickest of us all. Hallelujah. And so we want to continue looking unto Jesus. Let's turn to our foundational scripture, please. Ah, why have you come so close to me? Who brought you here? Is that where you've been all along? Go away. Master, I am in here. I am your neighbor. Jebo ona dolly, it was Obaba display and some twenty. Ona ke mobo, ona ni. Wonderful. By the grace of God, it is only the ever. It is only the ever. But God will help me one day. You'll be here one day under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. I will start prophesying in heaven, and you know that God is alive and He's on His throne in heaven. Amen. I'm sorry, but to the room. It's okay. It's not a problem. Hebrews chapter 12, reading from verse 1. Reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus. Everybody say, looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Don't say it again. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Kobe, you can move around if you have to, all right? Don't, don't mind me at all. I'm not used to it, that's all. But whatever you want to do, you can do it. All right. So, verse... 2 
again says looking unto Jesus. And I've explained to you that the Bible in these verses is asking us to do four important things. Number one, to be inspired or encouraged by those who have run the race before us. The Christian faith or the Christian experience is like a race. And the Bible makes us aware that there are those who have run this race before us. They did not run the race as Christians, but they ran the race as believers in God. And these are the heroes of faith. So the Bible urges us to draw inspiration from them as they encourage us to keep running and to keep pressing on. And that if they made it, by the grace of God, we also can make it. Hallelujah. Then the second thing that the Bible tells us to do is to put aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset us. The third thing it says to us is to run with endurance. That means we should run with patience. And then the fourth thing it says to us which is the most critical and which is the most important he says to us that we should look unto Jesus so we've looked at what it means to look unto Jesus and this morning we want to look at why we must look unto Jesus as the person sitting next to you why must we look unto Jesus ask him or her do you know why tell the person you will know by the grace of God and there are 25 reasons why we must look unto Jesus even that one I have reduced it so be grateful to God that it is only 25 it could easily have been 55 but I have reduced it to just 25 and by the time I am done running through these 25 reasons you will be convinced and you must be convinced why in the year 2023 we must look unto Jesus. If by the time I am done you are not convinced then what is following you is bigger than I. And I don't know what else anybody can say to convince you as to why we must look unto Jesus. The first reason why we must look unto Jesus is because he's the author of our faith. Because he's the author of our faith. The second reason why we must look unto Jesus is because he's the finisher of our faith. And in Hebrews 12 verse 2, the first part, in the New King James Version of the Bible, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. The word author is from the Greek word, Archigos. 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 It is spelled A R C H E G O S. Archigos. 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 And if you are a Greek student, forgive so, me if I'm wrong about the pronunciation. So, I didn't check it out. So that is the Greek word that was translated into the word author. 
And that word means chief leader. The one who takes the lead in everything. And the one who sets the example for others to follow. So Jesus Christ is our Archegos. Our chief leader. Our guide. The one who is showing us what to do. And the one who set examples for us to follow. And I have an amen. amen. Then the word finisher is from another Greek word which is the word teleotis. My friend, teleotis. 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 It is spelled T-E-L-E as in tele. T-E-L-E I-O T-E-S Teleotis Teleotis Which is the Greek word translated Finisher And it means a perfecter One who has in his own One who has in his own person Raised faith to its perfection and who has set before us the highest example of faith. So that's the word teleotis, which means finisher. And we must look unto Jesus because he is the author and the finisher of our Christian faith. He is the Archigos Archigos, and the Teleotis of our faith. If you check Hebrews 12 verse 2 from the Bible in basic edition version, it says, having our eyes fixed on Jesus, the guide, and the end of our faith. The guide and end of our faith. If you check the same verse from the Good News translation, it says, let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from beginning to end. That's what it means when we say he's the author and the finisher of our faith. The Archigos and the Teleotis of our faith. It means he's the one on whom our faith depends from beginning to the end. And then from the New Living Translation translation, of Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, it says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. The champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ is the one who initiated the Christian faith. He set it into motion. He set it all up for us. And he did this by what he achieved on the cross of Calvary. He endured the cross and he won an outstanding victory over the devil and over the powers of sin and darkness. And by so doing, he earned for himself a name that is above every other name. And has been given a place of honor by the right hand side of the Father Almighty. By what he did, he set up the Christian faith and the Christian work for us. And when we receive him as Lord and Savior, He sets us into the Christian experience. And he gets us to join in the Christian race. 
and he is with us as our guide. And he is with us as the one who is leading us. Now, if you are going somewhere and you don't know the way, it is very helpful if you have somebody leading you. And you need to follow the one who is leading you. If you do too know and think that I can find the place by myself and so you ignore the one who is leading you. Now because of technology we have what we call Google what? Map. Google Map. Alright? And if you have it's an it's an app that you can install on your phone if it's a smartphone. And if you have the address of where you're going, you just enter the address. So if somebody wants to come to church, here, you can find out from the person whether you have Google Maps installed on your phone. And tell the person that enter into the search field on Google Map Shepherd's Food Restoration Family. And then hit enter. And the map will open. And then you see another button that says start. Then when you press start, you will hear a certain woman who will say to you, head straight and turn right after 100 meters. <laughs> It will be speaking to you like that. Sir. And it will bring you here. So the Google Maps is your leader. And it's your guide. If you follow it, it will bring you here. Why is she laughing? Okay, there are times when it may. There are times when it can lead you astray. But for 90 Eight percent of the time. No, no, it's not the fault of, of the woman. No. In a country where there are no proper roads leading to most places. You can't blame it when it gets confused. You can't blame it. But thankfully, Jesus is not like Google Maps. And if you are following him, you will get to your destination. So we need to look unto Jesus because he is our Archigos, our chief leader, our guide, the one who will get us to our destination. And the good news about him is that he is not just starting us off, but he's also with us to make sure that we get to the end. He doesn't bring us this far to abandon us, to leave us. But his intention is to take us through to the very end. This Christian race that you are running, I declare to you today that as you have started this race, you will finish it because you are looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher the beginning and the end of your faith and so in Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 13 Jesus says of himself I am the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end the first and the last everything that God starts he finishes and what he has started with you he will finish it which includes this Christian race and this Christian experience Jesus the author of this faith intends to stick with us and guide us and lead us on 
until he presents us gloriously before the Father. Until we become everything that he wants us to become. And he will finish what he has started in us. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 in the New Living Translation translation, it says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And so this year, I want you to run the Christian race and to live the Christian life with your eyes glued onto Jesus. Knowing that what he has begun in you, he will finish it and he will bring it to a in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number three, the third reason why we must look unto Jesus is because he will keep us safe and secure ensuring that we make it. So we must look unto him because he will keep us safe and secure when we look unto him. And he will ensure that we make it, that we finish our race. He will ensure that we don't drop off. He will ensure that he keeps us, that he sustains us, that he holds us up so that we get through and we will finish our race. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 from the New King James Version of the Bible. Hallelujah. Hebrews 7.25 it says, therefore he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them Jesus is able to save us to the uttermost that whatever it takes to keep us on course he is able to do that and that means we must keep looking unto him and that is why we must keep looking unto Jesus because when we look to him that is when he can keep us safe and secure that's that's when he can preserve us and guide us through to the very end. In John 18 verse 9. New King James Version. It says that the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom he gave me, I have lost none. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Jesus was speaking to the Father in a prayer that he prayed before he entered into his passion. And he said to the Father, of those you have given to me, I have lost them. In other words, I have kept them safe and secure. That is the intention of our Jesus. That as we commit ourselves unto him, and that as we look up to him he will keep us safe and secure and present us triumphantly unto the Father but what we need to do is to keep looking unto him and I tell you once we continue looking unto Jesus he will keep us safe he will keep us secure and he will present us unto the Father I declare to you that this year as you look unto Jesus you will not fall by the side of the road you will not drop out of the Christian race what you have started you will finish the race you have begun you will finish it you know sometimes when you watch long distance races you will notice and you may discover that there are some people who start the race but they are not able to finish it. They drop out of it. And in fact, for some of the races, 
Sometimes you have people that are called the pace setters. So what, what they try to do is they run fast at the beginning of the race to sort of compel everybody else to run fast with the hope that they'll be able to break the record for that particular event. But usually such people, they don't finish the race. At a point, they tell themselves, I have run some. Let me find somewhere to sit. If you will run fast and break the record, it is unto you. I can't kill myself. Then they drop out. So many people start long distance races, but not everybody finishes. I declare to you today that this Christian race, you will not drop out. Amen. You will not drop out. Amen. We are keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. We are focusing on him. Jesus. And no matter what comes our way, Jesus. no matter what the devil throws at us, Jesus. no matter what confronts us, Jesus. we are pressing onto the very end as we look unto Jesus. Amen. And we know that he will keep us safe. Amen. And that he will keep us secure. Amen. And we will not fall by the side of the road. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, I will finish my race. I will finish my race. I will finish my course. I will finish my course. Clap your hands but and give God Number four, the fourth reason why we must look unto Jesus is because salvation is in no other but him alone. That's why we must look unto him. Because salvation is in no other but him alone. That's why we need to look unto him. That's why we need to focus on him. Because salvation is in no other but him alone. Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Acts 4 verse 12. New Living Translation. New Living Translation. translation. It says, There is salvation in no one else. And God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. So salvation is in no other. It is in no other name but the name of Jesus alone. Hallelujah. And so we must look unto Jesus because salvation is in no other but him alone. We must focus on him because the salvation we are looking for that salvation cannot be found in anybody else. So why will you take your eyes off Jesus and begin to look at somebody else? We must keep our eyes on Jesus because what we are searching for, the salvation we desire, the end of our faith, which is our salvation, can be found in no other but in Jesus alone. Oh, there are many great religious figures that have walked the face of the earth. But there is nobody else who can say that there is salvation in his or her name. There's no other. No other. Except in Jesus. Jesus alone. And so we must look unto him because salvation is in no other but him alone. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five. The fifth reason why we must look unto Jesus is because he is the healer. Because he is the healer. We must look unto Jesus because he is the healer. Isaiah 53 verse 5 New King James Version it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. You want me to stay at one place? Eh? Yes, my son, I will. I can't stay at one place. At the end. 
But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Acts 10 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. With the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good. And healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says Jesus Christ. He went about doing good. And healing all. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him the Jesus we serve the one we are looking up to He's a healing Jesus. I said he's a healing Jesus. And we can look unto him. And we can look unto Jesus. And expect that when we look unto him. He will heal us. Of our sickness. Of our diseases. Whatever type they are. Whether physical diseases, spiritual diseases, emotional diseases, psychological diseases, whatever is wrong with us that needs healing, the answer is in Jesus and in Jesus alone. And so we must continue looking unto Him. Listen to me, my friend. Thank God for our doctors. Thank God for medical sciences. Thank God for the revolution in the medical sciences. Thank God for the amazing stuff that our doctors can do. That they can take out your kidney and give it to somebody else whose kidneys are destroyed. And you can survive on just one kidney. And the other person can also survive on your kidney. It's a wonderful thing. Amazing thing. They can do heart transplants. They can take somebody's heart out and replace it with another person's heart. But, but usually this is somebody who is already dead. <laughs> But whose heart was preserved. It's an amazing thing that medical sciences can do. And God is not against medical sciences. And medical sciences and faith, they are not contradictory to one another. Because whatever our doctors are able to do, it is God who gives the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to do it. But I want you to understand that even with all these amazing things that they are able to do, you can only be healed when Jesus is healing you. You can only be made whole if God is the one who is making you. Have you not noticed that sometimes the same medication that worked for you some time ago, you take it another time and it's not working anymore. The same coatem that used to solve your malaria problem. Sometimes you take it and it's not working anymore. The paracetamol and the bomb belt. Forget about that one. But the paracetamol that used to take your headaches away. There are times when it doesn't work anymore. And you ask yourself that this medicine used to work for you. I want to tell you something. It's not just about the medicine. It's about the God who is the healer. Who is enabling you to be healed as you And I want to say to you that whatever sickness you are wrestling with, whatever infirmity you are dealing with, Whatever the enemy has oppressed you with, as we look unto Jesus, 
May he heal us of all our sicknesses. Amen. Heal us of all our diseases. Amen. Heal us of all our infirmities. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we look unto Jesus. Because he is the healer. Number six. We must look unto Jesus. Because he is the way. The truth. And the life. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. It's one of the reasons why we must look on him. Because he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. So he's the one we must look on to. And not to anybody else. And not to any other faith. And not to any other religion. And so in John 14 verse 6. Jesus told him. I am the way. The truth. And the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Ultimately, what we are all trying to do is to make it to the Father and to get to the Father. But we cannot get there unless we keep looking unto Jesus. Because this Jesus is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. He is the answer to our search. Every human being is looking for something. Is searching for something. And there is something in us that makes us keep on searching and searching and searching all through our lives. We are searching for the way. We are searching for the truth. We are searching for the life. And the way, the truth, and the life is in a person and one person alone and that person is Jesus and so we must keep looking on to so that we can find the way so that we can find the truth so that we can have the life clap your hands and bless the name of Jesus number seven we must look unto Jesus because he is the life of the world. Why must we look unto Jesus? Because he is the light of the world. John 8 verse 12. New King James Version. Thank you Jesus. Then Jesus spoke to them again saying. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life. Shall not walk in darkness. Darkness. Darkness is symbolic of many different things. Darkness is symbolic of sin. Darkness is symbolic of death. It is symbolic of evil. It is symbolic of ignorance. And when we talk about darkness, we are talking about all of these things. Sin, death, evil, and ignorance. The only person who can take the darkness away is Jesus Christ who is the light of the world and the Bible says the light shineth into the darkness and the darkness comprehended Jesus Christ is the light of the world and whatever sin is in our lives whatever death is threatening us whatever evil we are contending with no matter how much ignorance we are living in when we look unto Jesus who is the light of the world that darkness in us that darkness that has engulfed us that darkness that limits us will go away when the light of life Jesus Christ alone shines his light in the name of Jesus number 8 we must look unto Jesus because he is the bread of life 
He is the bread of life. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 6, verse 35. We must look unto Jesus because he's the bread of life. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. Number nine, we must look unto Jesus because he is the source of living water. He is the source of living water. So number eight, he is the bread of life. And that's why we must look unto him. And number nine, he's the source of living water. That's another reason why we must look unto him. John 7, 37 to 39. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone tests, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. John chapter 4 verse 10 Jesus answered and said to her this is the woman of Samaria at the well if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water Jesus Christ is the source of living water. And this living water represents the Holy Spirit. Our great helper. Jesus is the one who gives the Spirit unto us. And the living water is also that which gives real satisfaction and fulfillment in life. And whenever we talk about living water, we are talking about what makes us really satisfied and fulfilled in this life. And that is Jesus Christ himself. Real satisfaction, real fulfillment, real peace, real joy can only be found in Jesus Christ because he's the source of all of this. And so Jesus Christ is the bread of life. He takes our hunger away. Jesus Christ is the source of the living water. He takes our thirst away and he gives us the Holy Spirit who is our helper in this life. Every human being is hungry for something. Every human being is thirsty for something. We try to quench that hunger and thirst with all sorts of things. With pleasure. With food. And I said, with sex. With alcohol. 
with drugs. We try to quench our hunger and thirst with all sorts of things. With material things. But these earthly things. You do you have but you are still hungry and you are still thirsty because earthly things they leave us dry only Jesus can satisfy and that's why we must look unto Jesus because he's the bread of life who takes our hunger away and he's the source of the living water who quenches our thirst whatever you are hungry for whatever you are thirsty for may you turn your focus onto Jesus and this year may you not look at anything else may you not look at anybody else may you not concentrate on the things that cannot help you but fix your eyes on Jesus keep looking unto him he is the bread of life and he is the source of living waters this year as we look unto Jesus may he be all of these things unto us and may he help us to find the fulfillment the satisfaction and everything else that we are looking for you will do well this year you will make it this year 2023 will be your best year Amen. it will be a year of progress amen a year of increase. Amen. A year of abundance. Amen. A year of promotion. Amen. A year of glory. Amen. A year of honor. Amen. A year of prosperity. Amen. A year of spirituality. Amen. A year of getting close unto the Lord. A year of making it. Amen. A year of surviving. Amen. A year of doing well. Amen. A year of going places Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. And the key is looking unto him. Amen. And as we look unto Jesus, Say yes, yes, may every one of our expectations come to pass Amen. in the name of Jesus. This year, your expectations will not be cut off. Amen. This year, what you have not yet seen, what you have not yet experienced, what you have not yet touched, what you you have not yet handled by the grace of God and by looking on Jesus, you will touch them. you will hold Amen. you will handle Amen. you will see Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. your life will advance and progress this year as we look unto Jesus Rise to your feet. Clap your hands up to the Lord. And let's give him praise. Every head bowed and every eye closed. human being on the face of the earth is looking for something. And that's something that we are looking for. That thing that will bring us satisfaction and fulfillment is in Jesus alone. Most people don't know it. That is why they try to find it in something else. But everything they look to leaves them with a disappointing, a disappointed feeling. Because what they thought they would find is those things they go searching for. They never find them. Today, I want to present to you the one you're looking for. The one who has the answer to everything you want in this life. His name is Jesus. And is the one you must look on. Now today, I want to give you an opportunity to look unto Jesus. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, 
If you want to give your heart to Jesus, if you want him to be the Lord and Savior of your life, if you want him to be the author and the finisher of your faith, I want to pray with you. Wherever you're standing, if you want Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want you to lift up your right hand and then I'm going to pray with you wherever you are. And if you're watching us, you can lift your hand if you know that it is Jesus you need. And Jesus is the one you're looking for. And with your hand raised, I want you to pray this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you just as I am. Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. He is the answer for my life, for everything that I'm looking for. And so today, I receive him into my heart and I claim him to be my Lord, my Savior, my Master, my everything. Oh Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you. Father, for hearing my prayer from today. I am a child of God. I am a saint to the glory of your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, have I prayed with thanksgiving? Let everybody say, Amen. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.